Well, hello and welcome back to the Kumi Sheree podcast. I'm Kish Kumi Price. I am Dina Sheree. And we are excited to bring to you this episode, which is entitled Arise Beloved, I Will Do It Suddenly. Okay. So just to get right into it, Dina's going to share our grounding scripture, which is a couple of scriptures to help us get the framework for what we're going to talk about today. Yes, I'm super excited, guys. Okay, so um, the grounding scriptures are going to be found in Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. We're going to be in chapter, um, let's see here. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is not, that's not correct. We're going to be, Isaiah is another scripture. <laughs> that's connected. <laughs> but anyways, um, we're actually going to be in Second Chronicles. Sorry. So Second Chronicles, uh, chapter 29. And we're going to read verse 10. And then I'm going to jump down and read verse 11. Okay. So Second Chronicles 29, verse 10 reads like this as I scroll up. Um, now this is Hezekiah talking. Okay. King Hezekiah. Now it is in my heart to make God, to make a covenant with Jehovah. God of Israel, that his fierce anger may turn away from us. This is, this is Hezekiah talking to the people of Israel, the children of Israel. We skip down to verse 36. It says, and Hezekiah rejoiced and all the people because of that, which God had prepared for the people for the thing was done suddenly. So my question is, well, what happened? That was verse 10. And then we jump to 36. What happened between verse 10 and 36? Okay, so just to give you some background, I really encourage you to read the entire chapter because it's going to be, it's going to bless you. Like when you understand it in this context, <laughs> right? you're going to do a lap. Okay, so let me just give you some context, right? This is the, the chapter starts off with Hezekiah succeeding King Ahaz, right? He's coming in, right? And so verses one through 10, He's just recognizing that the children of Israel basically have been out of pocket. You, you've been in sin. Your forefathers been in sin. Ain't nothing been right around these parts. You all are not doing good. And God is, is, is his wrath is against us. He's upset. That's why he says in verse 10, it's in my heart to make a covenant so that God's wrath will be turned away from us. Okay. So mm -hmm. verses one through nine, he's just saying, you ain't been right. Your mama ain't been right. Your daddy's daddy ain't been right. And you were also not right. <laughs> but then we get to 36 and he says, Hezekiah rejoiced. So at 10, he's like, I'm trying to make a covenant because things are not right. And then in verse 36, he's rejoicing. Why is he rejoicing? What has happened between verse 10 and verse 36 that makes him rejoice? Like, mm -hmm. can we get into it, Kish? <laughs> get excited. into it. Let's get into it. So he made it clear. I want to make, I want to make a, a covenant with God. Right. And so he, the Levites are there, right? Like we've got all the people in place. And so he starts outlining to them what needs to be done so that God's anger can be turned away from them. And immediately it's, you got to get the house in order, right? You've got to get the place in order. So in this, this was, this was, you know, cleaning up getting things in order. So, you know, your body, your temple, you hanging around people, having conversations, doing this, doing that, thinking God is not seeing you. He's absolutely seeing you. Some mm -hmm. of the things that you're experiencing, some of the blessings being withheld from you 
is directly connected to your behavior, to who you're hanging around, to what you are seeing, to what you're hearing. All of that is directly connected to that. And so Hezekiah starts to say like, you know, like they're going on a reformation. And so we ourselves have to really step back and say, you know what? I'm not doing right. And reformation needs to come here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need to be, I need to be reformed. So that's what's happening between verses 10 and 36. Reformation begins, right? And so even though this was done in a place, right? And there was many people apart. This can be done with you. This can be done with each, each one of us need to step back and look at what our lives are like. How are we, what are we doing? And be really honest about, I'm not doing what I need to be doing. I'm not recognizing God. He is not the place where he should be. I have other idols. I have other things I'm more focused on. And you, and maybe you, you're feeling God's wrath and you're trying to figure out why is God angry with me? What is happening? What's going on? Right. Or maybe you, you know, this might be your first inclination that maybe some things are out of order. It's because you're not in line with God's will. And he's saying reformation needs to come here so I can turn my anger away from you. So I can, I can bring you back into the fold. And so like, Kish, what do you have before we start maybe pointing out specific <laughs> verses and stuff? Cause like, well, yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> I, I want to bring in the folks that are also like, I don't think I've made God mad or I don't think I've done anything to cause friction between us. Like, I think we're in a good place. Right. Um, we just came off of an episode talking about um, some of our sisters who have renounced their Greek letter organization affiliations. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain things that are in present in our lives that we're not even aware of that God is upset about or may right. want to um, address, I guess is what I'll say. And right. we have to be willing to allow him to come in and, and show us those things, right? Like not hold on tightly to everything thinking, well, if I've got it or if it's a part of me, then it's supposed to be a part of me. Maybe it's not. Right. right. And we have to be willing to be open enough to do that. Um, yeah. The other piece of it is there are times when God may have actually given you the blessing. Right. There's something he's given you, but then he's wanting to know, have you put that before me? Like, have you made that thing an idol? Have you prioritize your relationship with this person or your attachment to this thing over me. And um, we're called to this. And it's part of the reason why we were drawn to bring this to you um, in this way is because, you know, when you look through the Bible, you look at, for instance, Abraham and Isaac. And when God asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, it didn't make any sense. Like it didn't make logical sense because it's like, why are you asking him to sacrifice what you gave him and not just that. Okay. That maybe that would make sense. That's on some level, but you also said that the blessings that Abraham was supposed to receive would come through his seed. It would come through Mm -hmm. Isaac. So how is it that you're also calling him to sacrifice, to kill him? And so as you read through that passage and, and listen, listen to read, um, how Abraham responds to God's prompting, right? And different translations say it different ways. But I know when I was reading the New Living Translation, it really jumped out at me that it said at that moment, that suddenly, right? The at that moment happened when Abraham fully carried out everything God told him to do. Like he didn't 
hesitate in doing what it is God said to do. So by the time he gets to the last, like the final act of what he needed to do in order to make that thing happen at that moment is when God showed up. Right. And so we're saying this because we feel like it's a lot of people out there that are waiting on God to do something. Meanwhile, he's actually waiting on you to like completely carry out what he's asked you to do. Not the first step, not the second step, like all the way through in order for you to see that shift that suddenly. And what Dina was highlighting here, I think is really important because what they needed to do that suddenly came for them through all of the things that they needed to do to get right with God. Right. And, and that final step for them was to worship him because see, God says, if you are at the altar, you're, you know, and you're in a, a, a very vulnerable state of repentance and, and worshiping God. And you realize you have an ought against your brother. He says, go get that right. Like get that situation right before you come to me. Right. And so there's some things that I think we if we're all being honest, there's some things, some areas in our lives that we need God to help us get right. Yeah. And I just, you know, and I think that like because I don't want you all to miss this. Right. Because your your blessings connected to it. Right. So I don't want you to miss, mm-hmm. you know, because we do have a propensity to think that not me. We have the not me's. Not me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. Right. And but you're not right? There's absolutely something. There's, there's something more, right? That is required right. of you. There's something else that, that perhaps God is, because none of us are perfect. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and the only way that we can know that we are in a place of sin, right? Truly is with Holy Spirit guiding us because some things that mm-hmm. we think are okay, God is not okay with, right? And so, you know, they're cleaning out the temple, right? There, there was filthiness and, and unholy things, in the temple. So not only were there was their behavior, they were doing what the Bible says here. Um, I guess in verse, I'm going up some verse, I think it's verse six. Yes. Verse six talks about they were doing what was evil in the sight of the Lord. So that's activity, right? That's mm-hmm. activity, talking, doing what was evil. So not only were they doing stuff, but then the holy place had filth in and just, it, I mean, they were not taking care of it at all. They were disconnected from how they were supposed to be treating it. How are you treating your body? What are your thoughts? Are you fornicating? Are are you, I mean, let's, can we need to go all the way there? We need to pull all of it out, you guys, because those things are evil in the sight of God. They just flat Mm -hmm. out are, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and these are things that turn him away. They also weren't sacrificing. They also weren't right. recognizing and honoring him. They, they were not doing any of those things. Mm-hmm. And so what happens, verse nine talks about um, the fathers have done this, have fallen by the sword. They've died. Then our sons and daughters and, and our wives have been taken into captivity. So, so, okay, what's been taken away from you? What has died prematurely? Mm-hmm. What wasn't supposed to, to be dead now? And you're like, how did that happen? What thing has been taken from you? You're like, I don't, what's been, what's been taken and taken captive from you, right? And so these are the things I want you, as you read verses one through nine, I want you to read that and ask Holy Spirit to point out how this, these scriptures, these things align with maybe what you're doing. You may not hear nothing. You may hear one thing. You might hear 50. Glory be to God, whatever it is, right? But ask yourself, ask Holy Spirit to, to point it out. Because verse one through nine is a way of, of you recognizing 
how out of line you are with God, right? So that you can get to suddenly, so that you can say, I'm now rejoicing. Because then verse through 10, Holy Spirit's going to show you, I've shown you how you're out of order. The next verses 10 through 10 through 35, I'm going to show you how to get yourself back in order so that you can say God did it suddenly. Right. So that you can have a roadmap because then, you know, what do you what do you have to do? Well, so they started cleaning up. They started cleaning some things out. The Levites are there. We all know that the Levites were. Were the were set apart, right, to do service unto the Lord. Scripture tells us here that the Levites were of a higher caliber than the priest. Right. Like we were, they were of higher count. We are supposed to be ministering of God. That's who we are. So God sees us top tier. And as that the word that we're using now, top tier, he sees us as top tier, you guys. And so what you're going to have to do is start cleaning some things out, clean up your life, clean up. You know, when springtime comes, you want to clean the baseboards. You're trying to wipe down walls. Like you like a new season's coming. I'm trying to get myself together. You've got to do a spiritual clean out yeah. and allow Holy Spirit to show you the areas that need to be cleansed, that need to be wiped down, that need to be taken out. Some things are need to be removed from your house. Some some shows ain't nothing maybe wrong with the show. It just takes up too much of your time. Listen, mm-hmm. you might be on social media and everything you watch might be a sermon, something uplifting, something about God. It might be. I'm not even saying you're watching anything on social media that is not of God. It could be completely all about God. Mm-hmm. But is there something else that you could be doing? Does mm-hmm. it have too much time? Because I don't want you to justify, well, it's about God. So I'm spending time with God. Maybe that's actually, he don't even want you on social media like that. Maybe you're supposed to be giving something to the poor. Maybe you're supposed to be making lunches. Maybe you're supposed to be volunteering in a way of your free time, right? So like, you know, I just, I know for me, I'll hide. I'll be like, they, they, that don't apply to me. Listen, I'm seeking finding <laughs> because yeah. there is a blessing at the end of it. And, but we have to be willing to see what Holy Spirit is saying about our own individual lives and how we can get to a place where we are, we are saying that we are rejoicing because God has done a thing suddenly. One of the other things that you'll find in this, in this scripture passage is that they gave so many offerings, you guys. So there were so many offerings more than you could possibly count, more than they, because you know, back then it was animals. They was bringing whole whole calves, whole rams, right? Right. They had so many offerings. They did not have enough people. The children of Israel, there was not enough people to bring the the things to to the altar for offering. So the Levites had to help them to bring all the stuff that they wanted to bring into the house of God as an offering, right? And so... What are you, how, what could you be offering that you're not offering? Are you being stingy? Are you being selfish? What are you sacrificing? Right. And, and you know, then, it's something about the, the sacrifice. Like it, when we talk about common day sacrifice, right? Sacrificing your time, sacrificing your resources, um, helping other people. But God also reminds us that obedience is better than sacrifice. And so the obedience part, I think, is that it's, it's like that golden lining that connects all of this, right? Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what's connecting the, 
the ask or the desire for God to move on your behalf to the actual thing that you're trusting God for. And the reason why that's so important is because sometimes we can get the sacrifice wrong, right? Like just think about Cain and Abel. (laughs) Like Cain's like, what's wrong with my sacrifice? I sacrifice too. And it's like, but if your heart isn't right, you know what I mean? If you, if you're not in a place where once again, God is priority, like I'm not giving you my, my little bit or my fringes, I'm giving you from the, from the, the first, right? Like the first fruits, like you're getting, you're getting top tier from me. Like that, that is what he requires because when that happens, it automatically puts God in a place where he feels inclined to move on your behalf because it's an obvious act to say you are premier, like you are my priority. None of this other stuff even matters. So I can give it all to you because I know it's yours. You gave it to me. Right. I mean, So I'm not holding anything back. That's the whole thing with Abraham. He said, I know that you won't even withhold this promise. Right. I I see that you won't even withhold that from me. Exactly. So now here, now here, here is the blessing. He said, now I know. Now I know. Now I know. Right. (laughs) And listen, this is why I think it's very important for us to be understanding of how important our role is, right? Like as much as we know, God is all powerful and omniscient and we know this. But he has to move through us like he needs us to act in order for us to be able to receive what it is he's trying to give us. And I I know that there are times I wanted to pull this scripture up, too, because it jumped out again. Yeah. That at that moment um, with the woman with the issue of blood and uh, Mm -hmm. she said it says so Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Just then, a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up behind him. She touched mm-hmm. the fringe of his robe, for she thought, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be encouraged. Your faith mm-hmm. has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. Mm-hmm. At that moment. At the moment in which she decided to believe that Jesus could heal her and that he would her faith enacted her healing at that moment. And we can't begin to think that we are going to ever receive anything from him. If we don't believe that he can and that he will. And that's what Satan comes to attack. He comes to attack your faith. And you can't just fabricate faith, right? Like you can't just will yourself to believe that something. Well, I think I can believe. No, no it really does come mm-hmm. from the worship. Like that part when um, you were reading in that scripture about them worshiping God. And that's what Levites were, were positioned to do was to worship. Restoring mm-hmm. that worship helps you remember who God is. You remember who he is. And then that sharpens your faith because you right. remember, oh, he did this. So he can do that. He's the same God. He's not changed. Right. Same yesterday, today, forever. That's who he is. 
Yeah. And that's just it. I love that you brought that scripture in because I don't want you all to think that I'm saying you got to do all these things and then you'll, and then this will happen. Right. It's both right. and. Mm-hmm. There are some things that you have to do mm-hmm. flat out and you also mm-hmm. have to believe flat, like right. it's both and it's not either or. And because right, well, right. I, didn't know, I thought we we're under the dispensation of grace. We are under the dispensation of grace. You're right. We are. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> right. however, <laughs> however, it doesn't mean because we are under the dispensation of grace, yeah. I'm going to run out in traffic. I'm not. Because and I'm gonna and the it. other piece though, is that like you said about that sacrifice, there's some things that you're not even ready for because if he can't trust you when you get there to do what he wants you to do, you're not ready for it anyway. So why am I going to give it to you? Like, why right. am I going to give my my 10 year old a, a car to right. drive when they're right. not ready to drive? Like what? I, right. That's a blessing that I want for my children. Yeah, we want all of our children to be blessed, and but they're not ready. <laughs> you're not ready for it. So that's the other piece is that he's like, get ready. Get your house in order. Clean up. Get get it together. Right. Who's out here giving their kids rewards when they're not doing taking care of their business? Like, I'm not. You have requirements. You have things I'm expecting of you as your parent. And that's how he is with us. He's like, how mm-hmm. you can't be out here living sloppy and think that I'm supposed to just be mm-hmm. dumping blessings on you. Why? For what? What are you going to do with it? And and when you get it, it because people is it going to take you away that, from me? You know, what are you going to do with it? And then... Go ahead, Dina. Yeah. Right. And I think that, you know, the, the really wonderful thing about it, because we know that he, he, he knows all things, right? So he knew what was going to happen when you know abraham went to sacrifice he knew he knew he was going to go all the way through it he already knew that right mm-hmm. he, he already knew and so i think that what's really wonderful is that like the psalmist said in psalm 139 he talks about show me now prove to me now right show me what's within me this is really about us yes <laughs> about, about us about god revealing what's in our hearts What's yes. burnt purging us of those things, right? Because you won't, you won't, you, you don't know what's really mm. within your heart in the sunshine, right? Right. In the good times, it's not right. until those hard times, those hard moments, where you start to see these things bubble up within you that you're like, ooh, right? And so that's why the psalm says, "Show me now, like reveal the things yeah. within me, God, cleanse me right now, right?" And so. That's what needs to, right. that's what needs to happen is that God already knows what you're going to do, what you're not going to do. Right. But you also, mm-hmm. because it's about agreement. We're supposed to be in agreement with God. That's it. Right. How can that's I be it. in agreement with God about who I am? If he don't show me who I am, if he doesn't, if I don't allow him to show me who I am. Right. Yes. So like yes. It is, it's in these seasons where that's why verses one through nine, let me tell you about yourselves. <laughs> it ain't been right. It ain't been good. Right. Yeah. But there's redemption. There's reformation. There's restoration. There are some things that you got to get mm-hmm. back in order. There's some things that you got to get back in order and believe God mm-hmm. and trust God and worship God. Right. And when you set, when you've set your face back towards him, then these things, then the blessings of God can flow freely. Then the suddenly happens. Right. Right. Suddenly 
right. I, I just read, and I don't really know the reference, um, but it talked about suddenly meaning um, quickly, but also unexpected, mm-hmm. right? Like suddenly being like, you know, I didn't expect for this thing to happen. It happened very quickly, like mm-hmm. blink. Mm-hmm. But then also like right. I didn't expect for this thing to be what it truly, truly is. And so we have to recognize that it, it is the act, some of the activity, some things we need to do, we're not doing, some things we are doing, we need to stop doing. And we also mm-hmm. need to believe in God and we need to move in faith. Um, and I'm just, you know, like, I just can't express it enough um, because, you know, in life, I don't know if you're like me, <laughs> I need ABC me, give me a step, give me an outline with some bullet points, right? I love Jesus. Right. I, I love his word. I want to live right. I for real do. I mean, when I was younger, I kind of sort of did, <laughs> but for real right now, like I really, I just want to be right guy because I've right. tasted a, and seen a whole lot of things and they weren't good. Mm. They weren't, they tasted good. It's like a lot of stuff in the world. The stuff in the world is like, um, the double bubble. You remember double bubble? Good for like okay. five chews and then, <laughs> yes. It's good for like five has, shoes. Listen, it's still that way. I don't, I know I didn't think they sold it's this anymore, but way. I just happened to, it's still that way. They have not decided listen, to improve. All, I won't, this, look, I'm going to tell you, don't listen. This bubblegum thing will preach. Listen, the world is like double bubble. Yes. There are things in the world that are, that feel good, that taste good, that smell good. that give you a little pop, snap pop. About five chews in, it yes. gets hard. It gets tough. You you contemplate your life decisions. Why did I choose the gum? <laughs> Why did I buy this gum? I cannot. I cannot believe I used to like this when I was my a kid. My mouth hurts. Why, my mouth hurts. This is not beneficial. These are. I am right. wasting my calories. Right. You start oh really God. like. You really, 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 really deplete. And here's the thing. When you first chew the gum, it's hard as I'll get out. It's like a rock. And it yet is. you still commit. You still commit. You still committed. To breaking you, that you down. You do. And I'm then you break you it down and you feel like you accomplished like, something. The world is like double bubble. The world is like double bubble. It is. <laughs> well, I, I know that God is, is pleased with the fact that you all are joining us on this journey, right? To continue to yeah. put our lives out before the Lord and say, help us to get to where you want us to be. So we are going to close out this episode by sharing this last scripture with you all. Yeah. Now to him, this is Ephesians mm-hmm. 320. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above mm-hmm. all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And If you were reading this from the Amplified version, when it gets to think, it breaks down what think means here. And it's infinitely beyond our greatest Mm. prayers, hopes, or dreams. That's what God is able to do. Okay. And all glory to him. So because we know this, this is why it's important for us to do what we have to do, do our part. And um, we're excited about it. Like we said, please share your stories with us. We'd love to hear from you. We've asked you to like, share, subscribe, and you've been doing that. But for the people who need it the way Jesus did it, so I don't know if y'all noticed this, but whenever Jesus healed somebody or had an interaction, he said, 
don't say anything about it. What they go do? They went and said something. So for the people who had that ear, who need to hear, we're going to say, don't like it, don't share it, don't subscribe, and maybe you'll do do the other, the flip mode of that, okay? So um, thank you, though, for your time. Exactly. <laughs> flip, flip. But we, we are right. praying for um, manifestation in your lives. So we'd love to hear from you. And thank you for joining us. And I think we're going to go ahead and close out. We good? Okay, Did you have one, more, one more thing. Okay. I just want I do, I do. Okay. So I just wanted to really honestly recognize our, our listeners. Um, because we really are are just trying to be obedient to God and getting out the gospel. And so I just wanted to highlight to all of our listeners here in America, to all of our listeners in Nigeria, all of our listeners in Canada, all of our listeners, what in the UK, Kish, in England. Listening? Yep, England. In England. You know, yes. um, and so listen, we see you. We may not know exactly who you are, but listen, wherever you're listening, make yourself known. Tell us where you're from and um, where you're listening from. We just want to say we see that you're listening um, and, and we appreciate your support. And we pray that the word is changing you and empowering you to go out and, and change others in the name of Jesus. So I just wanted to say a special thank you. I'm so glad you did you. that. Thank yes. You. Yes. And you, the way you connect with us right now, anyway, Facebook, you can find us there. Kumi Sheree. We're on Instagram, Kumi Sheree. And we're also, oh yeah, on YouTube. So can take comments there. Um, email yeah. us if you'd like as well. Kumisharia gmail.com. And uh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. We love you guys. Till next time. Kumisharia.